Hi there and welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast from Rock Ministries Kabecha. Our prayer is a ministry is that this podcast would touch you in a way that will change your life for the better. If you want to get in touch with us or get to know us a little better, follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy and be blessed. Praise the name of Jesus. Wow. We thank God and we know that our Lord has heard our prayer. Utego wetu uvile umtandazo wetu. Siakolwa. Maibongo ingos. Hallelujah. And at this time, I just want to, before we receive the offering, and before we bring our thanksgiving offerings, as a church, we take a Sunday where we make a special appreciation to our God. Thanksgiving is supposed to be a lifestyle. This is supposed to be our way of life. But then we set this service. In fact, it will be the next three services starting from today where we continue to say God has been good to us. Thanksgiving gives us an opportunity to look back at the goodness of God. Sometimes we do not have a chance to do that because we are leading very, very busy lives. There's a certain gentleman who had come to a point where he was so tired of doing life. He had gone through a lot of challenges. He had been frustrated in many ways. He was a believer. And he came to a point where he felt that this believing thing is not helping him. So he decided to resign as a Christian. But then he decided to at least do the honorable thing. And not just disappear from the church. But then he said, I'm going to first talk to God. And tell him that Lord, I am about to resign as a Christian because this thing is not working for me. But then he said, Lord, at least before I do that, uh, let me do the honorable thing. Let me appreciate you at least for the good things you have done for me whilst I was a Christian. Before before I got to this very difficult point in my life. And so he began to say, Lord, thank you for helping my child the other day when they were sick. And he said, Lord, thank you for saving my marriage uh, two years ago when we were about to divorce. And he said, Lord, thank you for saving me from that car crash. My car was written off, but Lord, you saved me 
Thank you for that. He began to list a number of things that he was grateful to the Lord for. Before he knew it, tears were flowing down his cheeks. And then he found himself at a point where he was saying, how can I depart from such a good God? How can I leave somebody who has been this good to me? You know what was the issue with him? He had not taken time to look at the goodness of the Lord. You see, Thanksgiving gives us an opportunity to look at the stars in life. Because life is full of stars and scars. Good things and bad things. The challenge with the bad things is that they have a tendency to shout the loudest. And unfortunately, we tend to focus on them or give them a good ear. So thanksgiving is an opportunity, Bazalwan, for us to begin to look at the good things, to look at the goodness of God and appreciate his contribution, what he has done to make my life better. And thanksgiving gives us an opportunity to even think about the people, think about the places that have actually made our lives better. This is why we have the police services here today. Because as we're beginning to thank God for a good year, it also dawned into our minds that there are people that are seldom appreciated. So coming here this morning is a reminder that as much as life may be topsy-turvy to you, but there is a measure of goodness of the Lord in your life. The very fact that you are still breathing, the very fact that you are alive, we are supposed to be grateful even for that. I know on the first we had some very powerful resolutions. At the beginning of the year, those big things we trusted God for. That this year I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. When you look at your life, maybe some of those things, or most of them, have not taken place yet. But my brother, my sister, you are still here. You are still alive. It means you still have a fighting chance. If you have not yet received it, it has not been denied. It is just delayed. Can you give the Lord a hand of praise if you believe that? And so I want to say to us, if I were to put a topic to what I'm saying, it would be having a grateful heart or a grateful life. You see, a blessed life is not necessarily a grateful life. 
A blessed life is not necessarily a grateful life. Those who are blessed with things, it's not always them who, who are grateful. If you are a parent, you will appreciate this. Amongst your children, when you take them out on good on Black Friday and you buy them stuff, you, they come back home and they begin to dress up and check on the things that they are wearing etc. No, usually not all of them unless they have been well groomed will come back and say thank you. Their thank you is not always the same. They may have received the same amount of clothes but not all of them will come back the same way to say thank you. They may be blessed the same way but not all of them are grateful in the same but this morning I want to re, re, uh, challenge us and say may the blessed life also be a grateful heart that blessed life may it be a heart that is grateful you see thank you or saying thank you is an expression of gratitude that has been felt. When we say thanksgiving service, we are saying we are here today to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for everything you have done for me. Are there people that God has been good to in the house this morning? Are there people that God has blessed in the house this morning? Are there people that say God has made it for me? This so we are here to say thank you. This is important. Thank you takes away the feeling of entitlement. Learning to say thank you for this for the for the smallest gift you are given. It takes away the sense of entitlement. Which is what we battle with today. People find jobs. And in a few months, they, they, they have lost even appreciation of those jobs. Because they have forgotten that there are many others who are chewing up out there. Actually looking for the same job. They have forgotten to say thank you. This morning I want us to say thank you. For the little things. Thank you for the home I have. Thank you for the room I live in. Thank you for the church I serve. I, I worship at. Thank you for the parents that have been blessed with. Thank you for the job I have. Thank you for the business I run. Thank you for the promotion I received. This is a day to say thank you. I really would love you to take a look back at your life and actually begin to appreciate that God has been good to you. 
know you may not be driving a Maserati as yet. You are not driving that Mac that you would have loved to drive by now. But my brother, my sister, you are still alive. You are well. You can thank God for your health. I'm telling you, if you do not appreciate the fact that you are healthy and well, take a trip down to Doranginza or just up here to Livingston Hospital and see the, the, the sickness and the illness and the amount of infirmity that people are plagued with. Then you will know that I need to say thank you to the Lord. They say one man began was not appreciative he was crying because he had no shoes until he saw a guy who had no feet. And then he began to say thank you. And sometimes we lack gratitude because we are focusing on what we have not yet received. And we have not focused on what we now have already. We look up to what we are trusting God for. We are looking at what is still coming. We are crying for that one we don't have yet. So much. That we are not able to appreciate what we have. Thanksgiving. A grateful life is a life that says, Lord, I may not have gotten there, but I thank you that I am not where I used to be. I'm not where I want to go yet. I've not attained my dreams yet. I've not received the promotion I wanted to get. I don't have the rank that I wanted to have. But Lord, I thank you that I am not where I used to be. Thank you. A grateful heart is a heart that studies its circumstances. Because when you take a look at what makes you you, at what makes your life go round, then you will be able to appreciate the goodness of the Lord. In the scriptures, there is a lady that I could not ignore who is an epitome of gratitude. Her name is Hannah. You all know her. She was the second wife to Elkanah. And uh, she had a challenge in her married life, in her marriage days. She could not get children. While Penina, who was also a wife to Elkanah, was dropping them babies like anything. My bongwing goes. And Hannah was frustrated. Hannah was in pain. She was looking for promotion. She was looking for privilege. She was looking for, for productivity. She could not get it. And she prayed to the Lord. And she trusted the Lord. In her state of lack, she prayed to the Lord. She took her matter to the, God, to the Lord. And eventually, God answered her prayer. 
Because we serve a God who does answer prayers. I said we serve a God who does answer prayers. I said we serve a God who does answer prayers. He may not answer the prayer now, but he surely will answer the prayer. Because the Bible tells us that year after year, Elkanah would take his wives and his children. They would go down to Shiloh where they would worship and give thanks to the Lord for the good things they had received. And he would give portions of sacrificial offerings to his wives so that they would sacrifice to the Lord and say thank you to God. If I can, if I can use our language today, he would give money to his wives so they can offer a thanksgiving offering to the Lord. To Penina he would give more because Penina had children and to Anna it would be less because she had nothing much to show. So this pained Hannah. But the good thing about Hannah, she never stopped going down to Shiloh just because she had nothing much to thank God for. When it was time to go to church, when it was time to go and praise the Lord, she went down there to thank the Lord, to praise the Lord. And I believe she thanked the Lord just because she was alive, just because she had a marriage, just because she had a husband, she would probably say to the Lord, I may not have much to offer you. I don't have children. I may not have much to thank you for. But I thank you for my life. I thank you that I am well. I thank you that I still have a marriage. It may not be the best of the best, but I thank you that I still have this. Are there any honors this morning? People that say, I may not have much, but I'm here to thank the Lord. I may not have been blessed too much, but I am here to say, Lord, thank you that I am well. Thank you, Lord, that I'm still pushing. Thank you, Lord, that I'm still praying. Thank you, Lord, that I still wake up in the morning. Thank you, Lord, that I can still walk to the taxi. Thank you, Lord, that I can pay my rent. Whilst I trust you for my house, whilst I believe you for my car, whilst I believe you for a family, you're coming here in the morning and you're watching the families as they come to welcome us. And you are saying, how I wish God can bless me with a family like that My brother, my sister, why is the Lord has not yet blessed you that way? Begin to thank him for he has blessed you with eyes to see the beautiful family. He has blessed you with an intellect to be able to observe and appreciate. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hannah went to offer those 
sacrifices where he was thanking God for everything. Thanking God for authority. Thanking God for influence. Thanking God for promotion. Thanking God for a business. Thanking God for strength. How will you thank God this morning? For what will you thank him for? Praise the name of Jesus. One day, as she continued to pray, God blessed Hannah with a son. He gave birth to a boy by the name of Samuel. What a baby. What a young man. What a son. The baby that Hannah gave birth to went on to become one of the best prophets that Israel has ever heard. The prophet Samuel. What a man. I don't have time to delve into his pedigree. But Hannah gave birth to one of the best young men that Israel has ever heard because she had a gra- an, an attitude of gratitude. Something very special about Hannah that I would like you to learn as I draw to a close. Hannah gave thanks to the Lord. She looked at the gift. She looked at the prayer she prayed. And began to thank God from the answers she received. Hannah took the very son and brought him back to the temple and gave him to the Lord. And said, I give this one to the house of the Lord. May he dwell here permanently. What was Hannah doing. Hannah's attitude of gratitude was a game changer for his, for her family. Because he took that, she took that boy who was the very thing she had prayed for and took from the very thing which was an answer to her and gave from it. You see, sometimes, Masalwan, it is easy to trust God when we are in need. Trust God for the money. Trust God for the promotion. It is easy to trust God for the blessing. But it is something else when the blessing comes to trust God with the blessing. It's easy to trust God for the money. But it is difficult to trust God with the money. Hannah trusted God for a son. But she was also not scared to trust God with the son. And God blessed her with a son. That she was blessed with by God. And she gave to God. What has the Lord blessed you with? How have you thanked him? From what he has blessed you. He has blessed you with, with health. He has blessed you with strength. How are you thanking God with that health, with that strength? God has blessed you 
with a beautiful mind. You are such a great thinker. You can articulate. You have a prolific mind. You are clear, you are precise. How are you using that to the glory of God? God has blessed you with a home. God has blessed you with a family. God has blessed you with, with resources. How are you thanking God with those resources? Your relatives are struggling yet you are so blessed. Your brothers, your sisters are having such a tough time yet God has blessed you with so much. What are you doing with what God has blessed you with? Hannah was blessed with a son and she took that son back to the Lord. This morning I want to encourage us to give thanks to the Lord. Think about how good he has been to you. And ask yourself, what am I going to do? How am I going to thank him? With what am I going to thank him? God has blessed you with a good paying job. You're going to have a huge bonus even at the end of this month. Come December 16th, they say it's popping a 16th bonuses. When it comes, how are you going to thank God? Are you going to take all of that and run and have fun with it? Are you going to remember the Lord? God has blessed you with a church. A beautiful church like this one. Where you are shaped, where you are prayed for. Where you are cancelled for free every Sunday. Where life is spoken over you. Where you are prepared. Where you have an extended how are you going to remember this church and thank him? This morning, I want to encourage us to have a grateful heart so you can have a grateful life. Listen to the scripture as I pray. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 7 down. It says here, the Lord is bringing you into a fertile land. A land that has rivers and springs and underground streams gushing out into the valleys and hills. A land that produces wheat and barley, grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives and honey. Verse 9, there you will never go, go hungry or ever be in need. Its rocks have iron in them, and from its hills you can mine copper. This is the land that the Lord is blessing you with. This is the land that the Lord has blessed you with. In verse 10 it says, you will have all you want to eat, and you will give thanks to the Lord. There's the key. After having all you want to eat, after you have been blessed, after you have, you have come to the good land, the Bible says, and you will give thanks to the Lord your God. For the fertile land that he has given you. And you will give thanks to the Lord for the fertile land that he has given you. Now that the Lord has blessed you. Now that the Lord has made you to achieve. Now that the Lord has granted you strength to break through. Now that the Lord has opened the door for you. There is an expectation upon each and every one of us. 
And that expectation is to say thank you, Lord. That expectation is to be a grateful life. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is your word this morning. Lilo, take away to Leapila. Lilo, go siam livella elizunilaco. Livella go wet, go wet to Nagasan. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, that my God, you will again raise us in this place to be a people that have an attitude of gratitude. I pray that this morning, that even as we are here, that we will begin a culture and an attitude that says thank you to Jesus, that says thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, even when we leave this place, that we will begin in our minds to think about our lives and, my God, to ponder on this and look around and check those who have been good to us Check those you have used to be a blessing to us. Some we have even, we had even forgotten about them because they were a blessing to us long time ago. But I pray that today, my God, you will bring them back to our remembrance so that we can send a message so that daddy we can drop a WhatsApp to say thank you for what you did for me. Thank you for taking care of my child. Thank you for being a good doctor to my family. Thank you for being a good mother to me. Thank you for being a good dad. Thank you for your financial sacrifices. Thank you for being a good teacher. Thank you for being a good leader. Thank you for being a good superior. Father, I pray that when we leave this place, that my God and attitude of gratitude will overshadow each and every one of us, young and old. We give you honor, we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone say amen. amen. And everyone say amen. amen. Did you receive the word? Did you receive the word? Please put your hands together. Let us thank the Lord Jesus for his word. May he bless us with an attitude of gratitude.